Hi friends, this is the Million Dollar Beauty Biz Podcast, the place to find motivation and inspiration to create and grow a successful beauty business. This podcast is for the multi-passionate. We're going to be discussing topics such as growing your bridal beauty business, YouTube, content creation, mom life, faith, and everything else it takes to be successful in our everyday lives. I believe that small things done daily lead to big, rewarding results. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. It's Megan Lorson. I'm super excited about today's episode. So today is going to be a part two of the previous episode that I did talking about how to increase your prices as a bridal hair or makeup pro. So if you haven't listened to the previous episode, make sure you go back and listen to it either before this episode or you can listen to it right after. But they're both going to go together. The previous episode, I talk about tactical and like strategy things that you need to do to increase your prices. Today's episode is going to be talking more about mindset and like the mindset that you need to have to increase your services and increase your prices. And you have to have both in order to increase your prices. You cannot just have strategy and not have the mindset and vice versa. You can't just have mindset without having the strategy and like the actual tactical, physical things that you need to have in place to increase your prices. So reality is, is that you will only ever earn the amount of money you think you are worthy of. And I'll say that again, you're only, you will only ever earn the amount of money that you think you are worthy of. Okay, so mindset is huge when it comes to how we think about money, what we feel around the topic of money and increasing prices and things like that. And a lot of times our money mindset is rooted from a place of either how we grew up or just what you've been taught from people around you. And if you're like me, I grew up with not a, not a really good money mindset. It wasn't necessarily bad, but it wasn't good. Um, Actually, it wasn't really good. So I guess you could say it was bad. It was not a good money mindset. But I just kind of grew up with the mentality of you have to work really hard for the money that you earn. Um, Just work, work, work really hard. And um, money doesn't grow on trees. Money is the root of all evil. Um, Just things like that. And if you can relate, let me know. Shoot me a DM. But I just, I grew up in that kind of environment. So it has taken me years. And my mindset is something that I have worked on really hard for years. And I just want to say that money is neither good or bad. Money is neutral. It is simply just a tool that is there for us to use. And money can you can do bad things with it but you can do really good things with it and for me the more money I have the more good that I can do the more that I can give and so when you shift your mindset 
of how you think about money and you think about it in a good way and you think about it in just a that money is neutral it changes a lot of things so like I said this is something I've really had to work on and I worked on it for years trying to understand why some people could charge higher prices and work less but still be making more and never used to understand why it felt like I was working so much and working so hard but still not making the kind of money that I felt like I should be making and again this just was rooted from how I grew up the people I was surrounded with but it was just what those people knew. It was the only thing that my family knew. That's how they grew up. So you, and now we have so much content and education out there that we are able to learn so many more things than our family members, our parents, and things like that have could have learned like back then because what's what ha, what it's existing today all the ed, free education out there did not exist back then so we have such an advantage um and a lot of times we think i think we feel like we need permission or someone to tell us when we should raise our prices or we have like weird beliefs around what we think we need to do first in order to raise our prices um, I think a lot of times we just get s- kind of set in charging what we've always charged. We get scared because we're, we start to worry about what people will think, what our client's going to think. Are they really going to pay the higher prices? What if they don't and I have to lower my prices again? And these are all things that I have thought I have gone through and worked through. And I'm going to share a very like personal story with you guys because maybe you can relate and you've done this. Um, but probably like many of you, pretty much in most business endeavors that I've done and I've, I've done a lot of different things I've done. Um, I've had a salon, so I've gone from starting early in the salon, charging low prices to get the people in, um, Airbnb and lots of other different things. And for most of them, I've started my prices very low to get the customers in, get experience And that is good for a time. And I do think there is a time and place for all of that um, because you need that time to learn and grow and build up your skill level, your experience level, and all of those things. But, um, okay, so anyways, back to my story. I have been, you know, where I've charged really low prices, um, especially like in my bridal business. And then I would like slowly increase my rates every couple months, especially just starting out because I was like, I don't know what I should charge. Like I'm newer in this, even though I've been doing weddings for years and years. But when I went full time, I was like, do I charge higher prices? Even though, but I knew what I was doing and I invested in so much education and it just, there came a point where I was like, okay, I know I need to be charging more, especially because I'm doing this full time. I'm dedicating all of my time and energy to this one specific thing I specialize in it I think my first year in business as a bridal business owner um, like my first full year doing it I think I raised my prices like three times which is kind of kind of a lot Um, but it's it's also one of those businesses where you can get away with it and experiment and learn I learned a lot Um, but 
don't be scared to raise your prices. Now, one mistake that I made was I raised my prices um, a couple times and I would have brides like turn me down and be like, no, I, you know, for whatever reason, we're going to go with someone else, whatever. And so I would get super in my head like, oh crap, I just raised my prices. I'm pricing it too high. And I just started feeling like, oh my gosh, I don't want to be wishy-washy because I am not that type of person at all. I don't want to be seen as wishy-washy. Um, but of course, nobody sees what you are pricing your services when you're giving them to the bride. So, um, you know, I was just testing out different things. But I knew I needed to set my rates and I needed it to be a set rate and just keep it that way for a while. And so I finally established and figured out my pricing and my mindset I finally got my mindset right around my pricing. And when you do that and you know the value that you offer your clients, you know you give a good experience, you know you offer them a, you have good skills, you know what you offer them and you know it's really good, then you have you, you have to stay firm in your pricing. And that's what happened to me. I had a huge mindset shift and I was like, I know I'm offering a good experience. I am always early and early is on time for me. I'm never on time. I'm always early. Um, that's how I've always been. Um, I'm always at least like 30 minutes early to everything. It's just who I am. It's always how I've been. And I just never want to run late for anybody. Let me know if you're like that too. Um, but you you know the value that you offer and you give a good experience. And once you know that and you have the right mindset, then you have to be okay with letting those clients go that aren't willing to pay your price. It just means that they're not the best fit for you and you're not the best fit for them. And that's okay. And you have to become okay with that. And once you become okay with that, amazing things start happening and you do start to attract the right clients that don't even bat an eye and immediately will pay your prices. And a lot of times when we elevate our prices or raise our prices, a lot of times in clients' minds, it automatically elevates everything in their eyes. It's kind of weird and counterintuitive. You kind of think opposite, but a lot of times when we price things higher, People automatically think, oh, yeah, I need to book her. Oh, yeah, I want to book her. There's got to be a lot of value in that. She knows what she's doing. Her prices are this. Like people just start to think. It's, it's a weird thing, but people just start to automatically elevate you and elevate your services in their mind just based on your pricing sometimes and how you price it. Okay, so I just said this a minute ago, but I'll say it again. Your prices should be based on the value that you give and the value that customers believe that they are receiving. And when you have both of this, both of these, you have a match. Or in other words, you gain a client or you make that sale. Uh, now, I want you to ask yourself these questions too. I just kind of went over them a little bit. But what kind of value do you give your client? Do you show up early? Are you very responsive to their emails and messages do you have five-star reviews? Are you dependable and professional? What are other vendors and clients saying about you? If they're raving about you, saying amazing things about you, 
that means you have a really good reputation and that's worth something because I have heard countless amounts of stories of bridal hair and makeup artists not showing up for their clients, running late for their clients. And to me, that is completely unacceptable, especially if you are are a professional. Um, To me, that's just not professional at all. But when you have people that are saying that, you're like, wow, like, okay, I really am professional. I, wow, okay. Um, So those are all things that add huge value because I don't care who the bride is. Every single bride wants a stress-free and good experience on the day of their wedding and throughout the whole booking process. That means responding to their emails in a timely manner. They want a good experience from beginning to end. And if you can deliver that and if you offer that, then that's worth a lot. Okay, and so when you implement all of the things that I just talked about that I talk about in the previous episode, part one of this whole, um, whatever you want to call it, part one, and you implement everything in this episode, then when you have the two together, the strategy and the mindset, you're set. You can, you can price and give your pricing to your clients with ease you can make the sale with ease you can book the brides with ease and the your right clients are out there don't get scared or doubt your pricing when somebody doesn't want to book you or work with you they simply are just not the right fit and they're not the right client and that's okay and I think this is one of the hardest things to understand because I had heard this for years and still I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds nice. Got it. But I didn't really get it. Now I really get it. And it does not in the least hurt my feelings when someone says, sorry, this does not align with my budget. Sorry, I think we're going to go with somebody else. I'm like, that is perfectly fine with me because I want the brides, I want to work with the brides that are 1000% like, oh my gosh, I love your work. I am so excited to work with you. I've been watching you on Instagram. I've seen your reels. Like I cannot wait for you to do my wedding hair and my whole wedding party on the day of my wedding. Those are the brides that I want to work with because that that is what gets me excited. That is what keeps me going and it works so well for everybody. So Determining and increasing your pricing takes strategy and mindset. You cannot have one without the other. All right, friends, that is the end of today's episode. I hope you found it super helpful. And like I said, go back and listen to the first episode or the one right before this one. It'll really help you because you need both the strategy and the mindset. So go back and listen to that. And if you guys wouldn't mind, please consider taking a screenshot of this episode and sharing it on your Instagram stories and tag me. It would really help me out, but it would also help others as well. Thank you all so much for listening. And until next time, take action.